There are many lessons that we could take away from this Palm Sunday and from the Passion narrative. And I think each year as we celebrate Palm Sunday, as we celebrate Holy Week, those lessons are preached upon each lesson different every year. I think this year what struck me the most was that there's a time to speak and there's a time for silence. If that sounds familiar, it's probably because you've read that in the Compass newspaper. It was my scripture column for the week uh, for the Compass. But I think it's something that bears repeating, and perhaps uh, I add something here now uh, to that reflection. But there's a time for us to speak. We heard it in that very first gospel at the very beginning of Mass today, Jesus' entry into Jerusalem, the people begin crying out, Hosanna in the highest. The Pharisees, the scribes, others want Jesus to silence the crowds. And he says, no, no, the stones will cry out if they fall silent. It's appropriate for the people as Jesus enters Jerusalem to proclaim Hosanna to the son of David, Hosanna in the highest. It was fitting for them to praise Jesus for who he is, and they probably were not aware of what was going to happen in the forthcoming days, but they were able to praise him ultimately because he was going to die for their salvation, redemption, and forgiveness. It was fitting a time to speak from a cross Not only Jesus giving us those words from the cross, but that thief who is called the good thief, asking Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. It was a time for him to speak, for him to ask the Lord in a sense for mercy and clemency. And because he spoke when he was prompted to do so by the Holy Spirit, that then Jesus says, today you'll be with me in paradise. Because he spoke, he receives that inheritance of eternal life. The very end of the Passion narrative today, it's appropriate for that centurion who pierces the side of Jesus to say, truly, this was the Son of God. And as he speaks in that moment, and as for three hours from noon to three he witnessed what was happening. He's, ab- he's able to make this profession of faith and say, this was the Son of God. I've come to believe in him. So it's appropriate for him to speak at that moment as he bears witness, as he gives testimony to what it is that he saw and now believes. There's also appropriate moments in the Passion narrative for silence. Some of the moments that people could have been silent, Judas not handing Jesus over, Peter could have been silent. Instead of saying, no, I'm not one of Jesus's followers, he could have simply remained silent in that moment. The silence of different individuals in the passion and in the prayer of Jesus himself as he converses with the Father is something that maybe we can imitate to be silent at those appropriate times in our life as well. 
I think the most appropriate moment for us to experience silence on this Holy Week, we did it at that pause of Jesus handing over his spirit as we knelt in prayer, perhaps looking up at the crucifix. That as we're reminded of Jesus' death over this next week, that those are moments for us to be silent. That maybe we find moments in our day to have a silent moment of prayer, reflecting on the mystery of what Jesus did and what he accomplished. That maybe in our homes we have a crucifix on the wall, or maybe in our bedroom, or maybe we simply take our rosary beads and look at that crucifix as we hold it in our hand. And as we do so, we bow our head in a silent prayer, meditating on who Jesus is and what he's accomplished for me.